Good morning and welcome to Thursday Thyroid Talks hosted by yours truly, Sarah Lohman. I'm here to provide you with real life experiences from thyroid warriors who have been diagnosed with hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, Graves, and or Hashimoto's thyroiditis. This series is my way of giving back to the thyroid community in order to help combat the loneliness and isolation that so many of you are feeling. I provide that support by holding space for women from the thyroid community who volunteer to talk about and share their thyroid journeys with you. I'm hoping this series will help women struggling daily from tons of life-altering symptoms by bringing in awareness and change to how they are being viewed and treated. Today, we have a very special guest from the beautiful country of the Netherlands, from Amsterdam. Her name is Nadine. Nadine has been struggling from hypothyroidism since the age of 14, and she has recently even been diagnosed with Lyme disease. So let's welcome Nadine. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hello, can you hear me? It's connecting. I'm so excited. Oh, I hear you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so good to see you. Oh, she can't hear you. Oh yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Great. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Good. I know we're not nine hours apart. How has your day been? Uh yeah, quite busy. Because I'm working on like my last projects for my studies. Um, so yeah, busy with all that, like interviews and stuff like that. But almost done, almost done. Yeah, good. I love school. So that must be fun. A little stressful, I'm sure, but fun. <laughs> what is it that you're studying right now? Uh, social laws and psychology. Very cool. Very cool. I love it. Yeah. Well, why don't we jump in with like an introduction of who you are, a little bit more of who you are and where you're at, and then um, feel free to just start at the beginning of your story, wherever that may begin, uh, all the way up until like where you are now and what's going on. Yeah, so I'm Nadina. I'm from the Netherlands and I'm 23 years old. And yeah, my thyroid journey kind of started when I was like I think 13 maybe 14 I always had like some weird symptoms um so I went to the doctor's office and he noticed that my neck was like huge but uh, I went with my mom and she didn't notice because when you live with someone then yeah it's like sneaking in and you don't expect something like that uh so he was like right away yeah it's your thyroid and we need to do some tests and yeah shortly after I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's um so like the first couple of years I think 
went like quite well. I felt better. My uh, thyroid got smaller and yeah. So I was like, yes, it's working. But after that, um, yeah, I got a lot of weird symptoms again. So I went to like a natural healer kind of thing. And she was like, um, yeah, testing if there are any food intolerances or um, so I tried that a couple of times and also that worked like a little bit but then after that I crashed again and yeah always kept struggling um, could I jump in here and ask you some questions yeah, sure okay so let's go back to when you said your neck was really swollen yeah did it hurt was it hard to swallow? Was it bugging you at all? No, not at all. No, it was more like getting to the outside, not really getting in. It was only like painful when um, I had to have like an ultrasound mm. of it. I think that's what's called. Mm -hmm. um, then, yeah, they keep pushing and you're like, oh, please yeah. stop. But, um, no, it didn't hurt. Okay. Did you have any other symptoms going on with you at that same time? Like fatigue or brain fog? Yeah, I was always tired. I still am. But um, I think most of the times it was like being tired all the time. And I was always getting sick when someone was coughing, like a couple people next to me, and I got it like a couple days after. So yeah it was mostly like being tired and that mm, so your immune system was always a little lower and you would catch things easily yeah yeah I, al I also when I was around 10 I think it was I had a blood virus so my immune system also back then was like a little bit screwed but yeah what did you say you had a what a uh, blood virus for like half a year I'm not sure how to blood fire virus blood fires <laughs> I'm sorry my accent virus like oh blood virus yeah. <laughs> I was like I'm sorry no not fire <laughs> okay that's okay so what do you mean what kind of a blood virus oh um I only know the Dutch name let me check one second. Was it the Epstein Barb by any chance? No. Um, she's, yeah. she's looking it up, you guys. One second. Oh, okay. Ideopatical uh, thrombocytopes purpura or something like that it it's uh when you have like two little uh blood cells so wounds don't heal easily and stuff like that so um okay. you can have a bleeding really easy when you get um yeah hurt or something so and you said yeah. you contracted that at age 10 yeah do you know how you contracted it no does your yeah. mom or anyone else in your family have that no, no one. I'm like the unlucky one of my family. <laughs> the rest is like so healthy and stuff. So yeah. Well, 
you're not unlucky. We just all have our, our battles. I know that. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So you contracted a blood virus when you were 10. Did you, and you were really sick from that? Yeah. For how long? Yeah. Uh, around six months. And I had to stay like mostly inside. I just started horse riding back then. So I had to quit that because when you follow a horse, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. With a virus, it can be like really serious and you could bleed out, yeah. I guess. Um, so it was like, and after that, it just stopped. It was gone. Hmm. It was so weird. There wasn't any treatment or something. It was just like um, getting your blood drawn a couple times a week. And so it just went dormant and stopped bugging you. Yeah. Okay. And then you started feeling better six months later about yeah I didn't feel sick or something so it was really difficult I, yeah it was really difficult as a kid to know like oh I'm sick I can't do a lot of things that I used to do mm-hmm. but I don't feel sick so mm-hmm. yeah yeah that would be hard so then you started getting better from that and then mm-hmm. just out of the blue when you were 13 a few years later you found out your thyroid was swollen your neck was yeah swollen. okay um let's see and then so you were diagnosed with Hashimoto's and you started medication I'm assuming yeah yeah what medication did they put you on um uh, it was Tyrex at first and I changed and then they changed like uh the fabrics that they or yeah, there was something changing in the medicine. So they kept changing me also. So I think I had like almost all of those um, medicines for thyroids. Oh, you've had to go through a lot of them yeah. to find one that worked for you. That's actually very common. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people try at least two or three medications before they find one that that doesn't give them a lot of side effects or that mm-hmm. seems to help a little bit. Yeah. 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 Cause a lot of the medication is only like just one hormone, but we need to. And so they'll have to play with it. So, so, okay. So fast forward. So you were diagnosed with Hashimoto's and then you started your medication did, and you said it did help the swelling go down and you yeah. started feeling a little bit better for a little while. And then as you got older, you started feeling sick again. You said you started having symptoms like out of the blue all over again. Yeah, I think when I started my bachelor, so it was like four years ago, it got bad again. Um, but so I went to the doctors again. I said, I don't feel well. I'm so tired. I, yeah, I also like couldn't handle it as much as before. So I kept on crying and Mm. yeah so I knew something was wrong but he was like no it's just social media it's all that and um your thyroid is working fine so I believed him I uh, they uh sent me to the psychology uh, psychologist and yeah she was saying no it's not that it's it's your thyroid so I changed like doctors and the other doctor said yeah your thyroid has been unstable for the last um, year and a half so yeah 
that's probably the cause of all of this. So you got gaslighted by your doctor, which means yeah. when they don't believe you. Yeah, yeah. You know what gaslighting is. And yeah. that in and of itself as a part of this thyroid journey, and this is, you know, one of the reasons why it's important we talk about these things because gaslighting is so, so, so common, but yeah. it's so traumatizing because you stand there and, you know, we're, we're sick and we're like looking to this professional for help mm -hmm. and they just make you feel awful. And then they blame you like you're a crazy person. And then you're seriously, like you said, you're sitting here going, wait, am I crazy? Is yeah. crazy? For real? I seriously have problems like in my brain, in my mind, like yeah. and it, it makes you, it makes you wonder if like, just about you and your stability as a human being, yeah. it's so unfair and so wrong. And so just so you know, that is not okay. I'm sorry you went through that. And for anyone listening, like if, if you have a doctor doing this to you, just like you, I'm so glad you switched doctors, like immediately fire your doctor. That's like a hard fire. <laughs> like, yeah. And, um, you see someone that is willing to not, um, like traumatize you and believe you and, and help you. So I'm glad you did that. And he said, holy crap. Yeah. Your thyroid. Yeah. It was like, um, it was my, yeah, all the results of my blood exams were on his computer screen. He turned it around. He said, look at all those red numbers. You've been like uh, mistreated all this time, all this time. Just because you had the doctor. Yeah. Oh, well, so what did this new doctor do for you? Um, at first he... Yeah, he got me another ultrasound because, yeah, my thyroid like switches a lot. So one day it's bigger than the other still happens. It's like, yeah. Um, so, and I got my blood drawn again. And then it went stable again for a, couple, for a little bit. But then like two years ago, it got so bad that I had to have a nap every day because I couldn't function any uh, anymore. Um, so then, yeah, he didn't want to send me to the hospital for like more exams and stuff like that. But then I had to get angry to make sure he would send me there. So yeah, that's like, you want your doctor to take you seriously and that doesn't happen that often. Most of the times you have to be so tough to get what you want. Yeah. So you got angry and you yelled at him. Kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> and you, so he sent you to the hospital and what did they do for you there? Um, they check like everything from your heart, lungs, all the organs. Um, well, I know it wasn't anywhere there, but good they checked. Mm -hmm. And at first I had a doctor that was like, yeah, no, um, it's, it's just because you have a thyroid condition, I can't do anything for you. So it kept on going and you keep like 
thinking to your, thinking by yourself like, okay, am I crazy? Is everyone feeling like this? Um, how, yeah, and you keep, uh, I kept like hiding my symptoms and my feelings so no one around me knew that I was dealing with so much. So yeah, I'm it's, sorry. but it happens. And I think that's kind of made it difficult for people to help me and to stand by me until I like said, okay, this is what happening, what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And can you please help? Because I don't think I can do this alone anymore. Yeah, yeah. Wow, there's so much right there. Um, that uh, suffering in silence, the suffering yeah. in silence is also another really sad part of having this situation um there's there's kind of two parts to it it's like you get tired of always being the person that's looked at as sick and tired and so you hide it and you try to fake it and you try to fake like you're okay so that everyone around you um is normal and treats you normal and but like really inside you're just dying and you just want to be able to say to them like I seriously feel so bad you guys like I just need to lay down no I don't want to go out today I just want to go lay down like can you please make me some food so I can go lay down and they don't understand it a lot of people uh at the beginning didn't understand that I was so tired they think oh yeah I'm tired also sometimes so just go go lay down and it's all right then or oh you don't look sick so it couldn't be that bad and you're like okay so it's like the doctors all over again yeah right the the invisible illness and a lot of a lot of the guests that have come on say this too is I never people don't take me seriously because I don't look sick. And I used to hate that too, because it's like, we can put our hair up, we can put our jewelry on and do our makeup and we can look pretty, but we can feel terrible inside. And I remember, I remember at one point I thought to myself, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to actually make myself look like the way I feel. So I just stopped putting my makeup on. I stopped. (laughs) I stopped doing my hair and I was just like a mess. And I was like, is this better? Is this what you want to see? (laughs) This is is fine with me. I'm okay. (laughs) I stopped wearing makeup and all. It was just like, nope, nope. Not even try anymore. Yeah. You're like, I don't have the energy to even do it. So I just don't care. Yeah. And I, cause I used to do that too. I'd put, I'd get all dressed up to go to the doctors and then sit there because I always had this thing where I felt like if I looked nice, the doctors would take me more seriously. Mm-hmm. But then I realized because I look nice, it actually was backfiring on me because they're like, you're fine. Look at yeah. you, you know, like you're fine. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Someone, please listen to me. So yeah, I'm sorry you went through that. And it's um so you were at the hospital i'm i'm just curious um because if you haven't if you haven't um seen from my from my instagram page i i definitely know from my own healing journey that a lot of um 
a lot of symptoms are from pathogen infections. And so that's why when you said blood virus, I was like, ding, ding. Um, so did they ever recheck you for that yeah. blood virus? Okay. Yeah. What did they say? I, I asked for it a couple of times, like almost every year I ask, like, could you please check it again? Because mm -hmm. I don't want to have that again. Cause yeah, sometimes when you have like a lot of, um, how do you say it? Um, no, I just say it in English. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that when you bump your arm, you get like a bruise. Oh, bruise. Yeah. A bruise. Yeah. Yeah. When you have like a lot of bruises, then there's always like ding, ding, ding. Maybe it's back. So, mm -hmm. no, I ask a lot of times, and every time uh, it came back like, okay, there's nothing to see there. Interesting. Okay. So did they find anything on you in the hospital that was like a red flag or did they just say, oh, it's your thyroid? They sent, yeah, it, it was just like, oh, it's your thyroid. It's okay that you're tired. It's just part of the deal. It's just, yeah. Um, so they sent me back to my other doctor, the one that sent me to the hospital again. Um, but then my sister got involved. And she works at a hospital uh, in Rotterdam. So that's like a bigger city here. Um, and she knew like a thyroid specialist there. And yeah, so she went with me to my doctor and she said like, she is, she is like not feeling well right now. She's so tired it's she has to take naps and uh when she got involved like my other doctor was like okay she can go there but then it's like six months waiting list so last may i finally got to that doctor and he's really good yeah mm. well that was really sweet of your sister get involved so she probably saw you go to the hospital and was like okay this is really serious if she's like not feeling well enough to the point where mm -hmm. she's like taking herself to the hospital yeah so um so when you say a thyroid specialist was it an endo an endocrinologist yeah okay I didn't know if the um, if it was the same in English yeah but yeah mm -hmm. yeah because the endocrinologist their specialty is the endocrine system which the thyroid is a part of the endocrine system yeah. so um so it took you six months to get in um and then when you got to that specialist what happened he checked everything and I mean everything like everything that hasn't been checked like Lyme disease for instance because like fatigue and I have really bad like muscle weakness so when I walk up the stairs like my muscles already are hurting um and hair loss so I was uh, telling my symptom and he finally was like okay yes we're gonna find out what's going on with you and I'm not gonna stop until I find out what it is hmm. so a lot of blood tests like an ultrasound of like my tummy and all the organs and also again for my thyroid and yeah then he found out I have Lyme disease. I got a call earlier this week and it was like, oh, so it is coming from somewhere other than my thyroid. Okay. 
So do you know exactly what test you pulled to check for Lyme? I'm curious. Uh, yes, I have it on my phone. Uh, there were a couple. It was yeah. the specific antibodies? Yes, but I didn't have that. But there, always, there was like the bacterial um, infection of Lyme disease and I got that. So I didn't have any antibodies, but I got like the bacterial uh, virus. Bacterial, bacteria, the test came back um, positive for a bacterial infection? Yeah, from Lyme disease. Yeah, it only says like Lyme EGG and EGM. Mm. Yeah, the antibodies. And they were really high. Yeah. Well, they only say um, like positive or negative on my results. So I don't know how high, but it was like, it's for sure that you have Lyme. Got it. Okay. So, ha- so does it take you a while to get back in and see him? Do you have to wait like a few more months or do you uh, see the protocol now? I'm too expensive for the whole, for just like Hashimoto's to be treated by him. So, uh, the hospital where he works said to him, yeah, she only has like Hashimoto's so she can be treated by a different kind of doctor doesn't have to be you. So he only like gave me, uh, gave me like antibiotics for Lyme. And after that, I need to go back to the other doctor. So it's like, oh. you keep going back and forth and yeah. Okay, so he's gonna just put you on a round of antibiotics? Yeah. Okay. And I think that's gonna, I'm, mm, I'm not sure that's gonna work. Um, so you're med- you're, it's interesting to talk to you different women around the world and how, and see how the medical system is so different everywhere. Yeah. So, I, um, I'm learning because I, I talked to, I've talked to a couple different, um, thyroid warriors in Italy, Italy now. And mm-hmm. so is your medicine, is the, the doctor system in the medicine care similar to Italy's? I'm not sure. Not sure. It kind of sounds like it. Um, I I think in all of Europe it's kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you have like a doctor's office that's outside of the hospital for like your um, when you start having pains or something, you go there first, and you need um, to be sent to the hospital by then, unless you have like. Uh, to call 911 or something like that then of course you're going to the hospital Mm -hmm. immediately but it has to go through the other doctor's office to go to the hospital oh so you can't just go to the hospital no oh interesting because here in the states um we can just walk into the hospital we have what's called the emergency room and we can yeah. yeah you do have that we do have that but that's like for emergencies only so not for like thyroid Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. I understand. Yeah. So like I, cause I remember when I had, when I was pregnant, I had what felt like a heart attack mm-hmm. and then it stopped when I was at work. Um, and I drove to the emergency room 
and they just like did a thorough checkup on me and then they're like same thing like oh yeah your thyroid's off you know but you're fine go home and I'm like that's it you know so okay so um every so do you guys actually pay like we have insurance like we pay insurance and that's how we go to the doctors or do you just have a copay when you go to the doctors uh no we pay insurance money every month and then most of the costs from like the hospital are like covered sometimes Uh, like a little bit you have to pay but most of it is covered okay okay but you said the endo was too expensive and you couldn't continue to no it it was for the hospital too expensive so i wasn't yeah interesting enough i almost say like medically because I just have like Hashimoto's and Lyme. So um, he was like, I can't treat you anymore because my, yeah, it's too, uh, for the, so (laughs) 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 brain fog, it's uh, for the hospital, it's too expensive to keep uh, paying me to treat you. Oh. They're like not, yeah. Okay, all right. So just this week, you were diagnosed with bacterial Lyme and yeah. you start a round of antibiotics and then you're going to go do a follow-up with your primary care doctor and see, probably retest to see how those um, bacteria are looking yeah. and hopefully you will start feeling better. <laughs> so, wow. You've been through a lot. Yeah. You've been through a lot. That's why I call I love the the term warrior is seriously a thing. Like, you know, you have to be strong to go through this, and it it's really hard. But I can definitely tell you that you're not crazy, and <laughs> not lazy, and you're not weak, and you're not defective. And I say that for you and the entire community. Um, there is always an underlying root cause to symptoms. There is. Yeah. Um, And so, um, well, thank you so much for sharing your story that I'm sure there's a lot of women that will resonate with you. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's so important. We share our stories to be able to help others realize that they're not alone because there's still so many women that actually think that they're going through this alone Yeah, and they're not. <laughs> like, no, I think everyone that has like a thyroid or an invisible illness um, is feeling like they're alone. A couple of months ago, I think in June, I also posted like an Instagram post with like my experience with Hashimoto's. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a lot of reactions also on that from like people I didn't even know. They were like, thank you so much for sharing your story because I was feeling so alone. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why we got to, I need you guys to help get my podcast out and share this so that we can mm-hmm. actually combat these feelings of loneliness and isolation. Um, so, well, thank you again for being here. And no I appreciate meeting you and getting to know you and hearing your story. Is there any, um, any last words you'd like to wrap it up on for any thyroid warriors listening or watching this? Listen to your body, to be honest, listen to your body. Cause even when you're kind of like feeling 
all these things. Just listen, take the rest you need, fuel yourself with like healthy foods, um, keep adding more greens, more fruits to your diet and check if there are any like vitamins or minerals that you're low on. So you can at least maybe feel a little bit better when you take supplements or like, yeah, you take care of your body uh, the right way. Exactly. Amen to that. Thank you for sharing that. Well, in closing, if you found this episode valuable, please leave a comment. I know our volunteers would love to hear any feedback or moments that were impactful from you all. And don't forget to share this with a friend or a family member who may be also suffering from a thyroid condition and is looking for some help. If you catch a replay, if you would like, you can catch a replay on my IGTV, on my YouTube page, and on my podcast, on any major podcast platform at Thursday Thyroid Talks. Don't forget, I'm always looking for volunteers to come on and share your stories so we can continue to uh, uplift and help this very needed community of sisters here that um, are struggling daily from a lot of symptoms. You can DM me if you would be interested in sharing your story, or you can email me at coach number one at gmail.com. All right, Nadine, thank you so much. And thank you for being a part of my Instagram community. And I will talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Have a nice day. You too. Bye. Bye.